Support for this podcast comes from Outdoor Supply Hardware, inviting listeners to OSHA's big anniversary sale celebration, May 20th through the 26th, featuring daily deals, $15,000 in giveaways, 20% off store-wide on Saturday and Sunday, and a lot more. Learn more at OSH.com. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment, and if you love what you're hearing... And I know you love what you're hearing. Please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. This is the California Report. Good morning. I'm Lily Jamali. A group of current and former fire experts is pushing back against proposed reforms to California's fire safety regulations. They say the changes will put first responders and residents at risk. KQED Politics Editor Scott Schaefer reports. In a letter to CAL FIRE's Board of Forestry and Fire Protection, 18 federal, state, and local wildfire professionals warn the changes to the current wildfire safety standards will be too risky. The signers point to proposals that would allow new roads to be six feet narrower than the current standard and permit longer dead-end roads. They say those changes can prove deadly during firefighting and evacuations. Doug Leese is a retired U.S. forest official who coordinated the letter. It sets up a situation trying to get fire equipment to a fire and people evacuating and uh, they couldn't pass one another on the road. Well, that's unconscionable. But Tracy Ryan of RCRC, which represents rural counties, says without appropriate regulations, affordable housing development will be stifled. It takes swaths of these rural areas out of, you know, commission to build on, to increase your business, to rebuild. Lease and his firefighter colleagues say weakening the rules, even to spur more affordable housing, would be dangerous. To uh, go ahead and do that, knowing that you're uh, just got a dastardly situation set up for both firefighters and residents. The state says it's continuing to take public comment on the matter. One thing everyone agrees on, the current regulations, which have been in place for 30 years, need to be updated. For the California Report, I'm Scott Schaefer. Well, it's looking like a real possibility that California school districts will have to offer an at-home study option to students who don't want to return to the classroom this fall. KQED's Guy Marzarati has more. In-person learning will be the default for the state's public schools this year under a budget agreement between Governor Newsom and legislative leaders. But lawmakers expect some students will want to keep learning outside of school because of concerns related to the pandemic. Details of the budget deal released Monday require districts to offer remote students a connected device and daily live interactions with their teachers. In this new-look independent study, students will need to show progress with their classwork in order to keep learning from home. For the California Report, I'm Guy Marzarati. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts.
Hi there, I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Turning to immigration, President Joe Biden has pledged to end for-profit detention. That's what California aimed to do with its recent state law called AB 32. But as KQED's Farida Javala Romero reports, the Biden administration is fighting that law in court. AB 32 bans private companies from operating detention centers after the contracts with U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement expire. The Trump administration sued California to invalidate the law a few days after it went into effect in January 2020. But if AB 32 survives in court, it could transform the way ICE does business, not just here, but nationwide, says State Attorney General Rob Bonta, who authored the laws and assemblyman. It was always the hope that others would replicate what California has done and also ban for-profit private prisons and detention centers, which are inhumane, unjust, unsafe, unfair. California argues that private detention facilities pose, quote, an unacceptable danger to detainees and that the state has the right to regulate industries within its borders. But nearly all ICE detainees in California are held at for-profit facilities, and the federal government says AB 32 interferes with its authority to do immigration enforcement. Here's attorney Mark Stern with the U.S. Department of Justice at a court hearing last month. The Supreme Court, this court, and other courts have all held that restrictions on the government's ability to carry out its operations using contractors are impermissible when they are far less intrusive than this case. Southern California Congresswoman Norma Torres says it's time for the Biden administration to drop the lawsuit against AB 32. It's important for us as legislators uh, representing a state of, you know, California to stand up for the wishes of our state. She and two dozen other members of Congress wrote to the U.S. Attorney General to say pursuing that lawsuit goes against Biden's stated goal. At a rally in Georgia to mark his first 100 days in office, Biden addressed protesters in the crowd and repeated his campaign pledge. There should be no private prisons, period. None, period. That's what they're talking about, private detention centers. They should not exist, and we are working to close all of them. Meanwhile, the Biden administration has requested nearly $2 billion from Congress to keep the immigration detention system pretty much intact. That worries Jackie Gonzalez with Immigrant Defense Advocates in Sacramento. His decision to side with private prison companies won by continuing to pursue Trump's litigation against the state of California and two, failing to like make good on his campaign promises are, is something that no one is going to forget. And he has the opportunity to reverse course. But thus far, his behavior has been a betrayal. 
Congresswoman Torres and State Attorney General Bonta say they hope the Biden administration will work with California on this one and consider alternatives to jailing immigrants for the civil violation of not having valid papers. These are civil cases, and uh, folks don't need to be detained at all. They can um, come to all of their hearings and, and go through whatever process is part of their individualized case uh, without being uh, detained and without uh, taxpayers wasting resources on locking people up in cages. An ICE spokesperson says the agency won't comment on litigation, but that ICE needs operational flexibility to house people in its custody. The White House and the U.S. Department of Justice did not return requests for comment. For The California Report, I'm Farida Javala romero That is the California Report for this Wednesday, July 7th. We are a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm Lily Jamali. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Blue Shield of California, rebuilding the future of healthcare with every Californian in mind, from quality and equitable care to not for profit values. Learn more at news.blueshieldca.com. The law firm Perkins Coie, a trusted legal advisor to innovative companies and industry leaders throughout California and the world. Learn more at PerkinsCOIE.com. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt through the Schmidt Family Foundation, working together to create a just world where all people have access to renewable energy, clean air and water, and healthy food. On the web at theschmidt.org. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on The Bay Curious Podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get The Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support.